Hello everyone, welcome to this new episode of People Pictures Words. This is Kiara Raul. Today's episode is about gaslighting and true friends. What is gaslighting and what are true friends versus those that claim to be but are not? And even sometimes, why do true friends often gaslight you? When we recorded the podcast, uh, there was a big double story house being built next door. While there is one, it is ongoing. Uh, and there was a lot of construction noise, uh, so we had to denoise it, but neither of us are sound engineers. So if it sounds like we are recording this in a tin can, then we deeply apologize for that. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, sure. Enjoy it. Je voudrais vous demander une chose. Est-ce que vous croyez au fantôme? Well, actually, the thought just occurred to me when I was talking about relationships earlier, naming kids, etc., etc. Uh -huh. When you do that stuff at the beginning, you know, people just their natural inclination is to say you're rushing into things or just enjoy things before you start getting all so serious. Why so serious? No, like oh, that's wonderful, that's lovely. No fucking encouragement. It's exactly the same as when it comes to dreams and gaslighting. I think that is its own form of gaslighting when people do that to you in a relationship. Sure. When you're doing things that genuinely make you happy, talk about things that genuinely make you happy, people always say, Why so serious? Don't rush to conclusions yet, just, just see where it goes. Mankind is often forced, like, mankind forces himself not to be happy. Yes. Because of that, because they've been so used to be gaslighted and be given advices so, so they eventually stop i think it's a mentality that has been reinforced over i don't know maybe since the beginning of time but i'm sure there was a particular point i don't know when did love stop becoming romantic actually that's an interesting one because love has grown more romantic and less romantic in different ways over the years you know you think about back in the 70s where it was you know Back in the 20s. And I just let myself go. Old Shakespearean love stories. Jesus, tap dancing Christ, is this thing ever gonna end? Today we've kind of moved away from that everything's, not everything, but... The traditional... Well, ever since the introduction of social media, you know, in a massive way, when it hit the scene in a big way with Facebook and then Instagram and then instant communication, relationships and how they grow has transformed. I mean... Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah, there. Yes. Yeah. Now, I don't want to sound like those people who say, ah, oh, it's all because of the social media. There's, indeed, there's the social media interfering in, in this matter. But I think my generation is moving forward to something like they want to break from conventions. Ah, votre époque c'était genre on attend mariage et tout, on couche à 20 ans. Eh, mais la vie c'est plus ça maintenant. I don't know if this is true, but I think that a long distance relationship only benefits from social media. Is possible? Is is is? It's a what? What is? Is realistically possible because everyone's you know people always say ah oh, they don't work. Either they've had one fail and they don't want yours to succeed, or they just. Like again, the, people's natural inclination is to gaslight. You should be proud of that right there. Don't worry if you don't make it any further. Gaslighting is a, is a theme that I think we bring up quite regularly exactly. on this podcast. I didn't know actually the definition of this word. Gaslighting, what is that? Verb, gerund or present participle. Gaslighting, manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own sanity or powers of reasoning. In the first episode, Karen Valentine is being gaslighted by Shuck it, duck it! 
uh, and you explained to me many, many times, and it, it, eventually I did that to you without. When did you do that to me? I don't know. I don't know. But even you. Okay. But it's so familiar in France to gaslight everyone. Excusez-moi, ça vous dérange pas que tout le monde sache que vous écoutez Christophe Maé? For example. You ended up. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, you're hurting this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's for example. I'll say sometimes. And I'm just becoming more aware of this when I say, you're 22, you, you won't understand. You can't handle the truth! Something like that. I, I, I never say it like that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I have. That's a little a small gaslight that I don't even see. It's something that I've certainly tried to become more aware of over the years. One thing I, I used to do a lot was to gaslight other people. Having these talks has really kind of made me kind of look forward and not look, not look backwards anymore because I look forward to the things that we're going to talk about they do force me to look backwards, but more for inspiration than okay. as, a, as a crux, as something that I'm falling back on, as something that I'm ashamed of. And um, I think that a lot of the time we just stop ourselves from being happy by responding to that question. So when the person asks or says to you, just take things slow, you know, see where it goes. My, my, my point that I'm trying to say is, and you're like, if you cave to that question, it's like, yeah, sure. You know, I guess it's premature to start naming my kids already. <laughs> I'll tell her to cut it out or something like that. Yeah, you know, we should. And then you take that gaslight and you bring it into your relationship. Yeah, now. exactly. You bring it right into your relationship. You bring it to your partner uh, and you say, you know, when she's like, or he, you know, uh, let's, you want to do the naming of the kids thing again? Like, it's not like you're going to name the kids tomorrow. Maybe you're talking about five, ten years. Maybe you're talking about, it's beautiful to build something together. It's like world building when you're yeah. writing a story. It's, it's amazing. Reimagining Goldilocks and the Three Bears but from the perspective of the bears. And, you know, certain parts of that world you're only going to get to later, but it's nice to kind of set, not even goalposts, but just kind of like things that I want to do with my life. Even That's if beautiful. it's ten, if it will be in, in ten years, yeah. But sometimes people can not stop you from being happy but because sometimes they are genuinely not concerned, but they want that they, that's genuinely what they think. Like, take your time because they used to take their time and maybe it worked. And it's not necessarily to stop you from being happy. It's more to give you advice from their, their perspective. But I would say in, inclined. No, uh, ingrained. Ingrained. Thank you. Yeah. In the in the in, yeah in society like either we have to rush or we have to take our time. Exactly. Black and <laughs> white. Black and white. There's no in between. Mm -hmm. So you go from relationship to relationship, but then when you find the real, the true one, you have to wait ten years. Or it's you either hate social media or you love social media. Just to use a different example, but just how the black and white thing also on the subject of social media and are they good for relationships or aren't they good for, for relationships? You Depends. Know? Yeah, sometimes you can save relationships. Like we talked previously, like during COVID, maybe Tinder saved relationships or saved people from She was gonna wait for me, Alfred. Play the field. No, don't, don't settle for just one. Plenty of fish in the sea. You know, those ones and yeah, there's, there's some truth to that in that you know, you need to kind of, don't on day one, start naming your fucking kids. Or maybe, maybe do it. Maybe I'm gaslighting the Ethan Hawkes and Julie Dalpies, uh -huh. you know, from Before Sunrise. That's a beautiful film, but I think it also realistically portrayed a situation where, is it possible to fall in love with a person in a day? And do you think that it's possible? Do you think it is possible to fall in true love? Do you think it is possible to, in a day, find your one true love? You can certainly have a, certain kind of attraction but for me love comes with 
being on the same page and really knowing this person. You can fall in love, but it will be like love at first sight. Yes, you can have a crush, you can have a something like that. But to fall in love, like you're actually falling in love, like you're falling, like you're vulnerable. It you're should letting... mean something. Well, yeah, you're falling. That means you're when you're falling. I think you're vulnerable. You're very, very. You make yourself very vulnerable to mm. attack. You know, love, I think, is... Yeah, and you don't feel uh, afraid to show your vulnerable side, I think. And I think with these questions, these, um... Just, you know, just... A little size, just a slip, just for my tongue. See where it goes, don't take it too seriously. Why so I think that stops us from really just letting ourselves fall. And I know it sounds contradictory, because see where it goes seems like... And maybe for some people, when they say it, that's actually what they mean. But for most of the time, I find it is when you are really crazy about somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody comes to you and say, hell, oh, you just met her, dude. Yeah, it's really discouraging. Yeah. Remember what happened with Cindy? Yeah, but this person is not Cindy, you know? Like, it's yeah. like, mm. oh, but how do you know she's not? Maybe they don't want you to get hurt, but may, but Happy? I think most of the time, it's they don't want you to be happy. Ex-boyfriends, you got one? Of course. Sloppy seconds. Oh, it could be a reptilian thing, because human beings are very... We have to find a way to survive or to prevent ourselves from hurting ourselves. Yeah, you have to take like some distance. When someone is trying to discourage me, like I'm so passionate about it, and then they cut off this passion. I take a pause and then I'm, I'm I'm trying to put myself into his shoes and I and I'm asking why is he telling me that? Is it because he's really concerned or is it because he doesn't want me to be happy? Because maybe he's not in himself happy, herself himself. Whatever. This person is not happy. I can see that. Or if it's a good person, one a close friend of mine that is genuinely happy and genuinely concerned that I'm, I might, you know, get hurt. I maybe take his or her advice for, for, for serious. I don't know. It depends on the tone. It depends on the person. It depends on if they actually know this person or not. Because uh, most of the time, when you say to someone, "Oh, I've met someone, and he or she is so wonderful." You tell those person that because they haven't met this person. And then suddenly they they, they, they ooh, take your time, dude. But they, they didn't even meet this person. Yeah, they haven't met the fucking person. Yeah. And have you also noticed like the opposite? When you feel like bad about telling your friends that you've met somebody new because you're worried about what they might think beforehand. You're worried, oh, or he, or for example, oh, maybe they've just been through something and maybe it would be rude for me to express how happy I am. Or people don't feel like they deserve happiness. Suffering is by default the natural condition for us to be in at all times. A big portion of humanity worships a guy nailed to a cross. What does that tell you? I used to be the, the girl who, of my band who's always single. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's a single one. And that's why I didn't tell my friends because in some way, maybe they were unhappy that I was single, but since they were all in, into a relationship. It made them feel a little bit like, yeah, I'm superior. You know, I've been with him or her since three years, okay? I know everything about sex, life, relationships. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm 22, I'm single. And in a way, it made me feel not miserable, but like, not that I wanted to enter a relationship because I think I wasn't ready, but I it was not jealousy. It was more like, why can I not find this person? You know, why is it? 
in a way impossible for me. I didn't have many boyfriends, but I was always scared to, to tell my friends, oh, I've met this guy, you know, because for them, <laughs> since I was only the, the single one, you know, they wouldn't necessarily take me seriously. Or, oh, it's just your first one or your second one, but you know, it's... You girls are mean to each other, eh? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because guys wouldn't do that. No, we're like, a, we're, we're good at physically mm -hmm. beating the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. It's mostly physical. Yeah, I know some girls, the second they break up with their boyfriends and they end up being alone, single, they feel like they're worthless. They always need a man in order to feel valued, valid, mm -hmm. uh, interesting. But I find what's attractive about a woman is when she knows that she doesn't need a man. Yeah. I find that very, very attractive mm -hmm. because then she's allowing somebody into her life. She's not depending and it's not, it's not exactly. desperation. Desperation, I think, is very, well, it's very unattractive. Yeah, I was uh, never desperate to find a man. I was never that kind of girl, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I was always like, well, if it happens, it, it happens. I know it will happen. Que sera, sera. Que sera, sera. Women are like, you know, this kind of sorority bullshit. Uh -huh. It exists. Mm -hmm. With true, true friends, they wouldn't try to gaslight you with this kind of shit. But there's this little evil... Since women, we, we're very vicious. We can be vicious bitches, you know? Non, non, vous voulez vous asseoir? Non, non, c'est bon. Si vous êtes enceinte, asseyez-vous. Je suis pas enceinte. Vous êtes sûr? Uh-huh. Like snakes. Yeah? Snakes, sorry. Turn to page 390. Oh, you didn't put makeup today, okay. So what, what does it mean? Do I look bad? Like... Interestingly enough, guys are complimentary of each other, I feel, with friends when good things like, you've been working out, man. You're looking good. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Hey, it's a nice shirt. Um, dude, sweet car, you know, something like that. There might be a little gas light there. My uncle's actually got the, this one, and that goes a little bit faster, but yours is awesome, dude. Not quite my tempo. Yeah. I think when it comes to the more expensive shit, the spectrum of gaslighting, we tend to like go more into like, you are a worthless, friendless, you know, yeah, when yeah. it comes to financial status. Like when we see that somebody else is more financially well off than us, we'll find a way to just, we don't, we gotta make ourselves feel good because we feel like shit because that guy's got more access to just to be blunt about it, you know? You're jealous because it means that they can date prettier women. Mm -hmm or it's easier for them to find a, get a girl. That's all it is. And you've, you've got to do all these other things and you got to do this and maybe you got to do that. You've got to work several jobs, you've got to hustle. And then there's a girl that you like, but she likes going to Italian restaurants and you feel like this guy is probably better than you in every single way. We foolishly do this because one thing I do know to be true is that if there are women that are into only the superficial stuff, it's a very small percentage of of them. Yo, um, can I have my iPad back? With people gaslighting you, I think a lot of it has to do with how much you are prepared to take. They do it to you in UK, they'll just naturally do it to you more. How are you? Where are you hey. sitting, man? Um, in the basement? Uh, by the dumpsters? I feel like a person who feels good about he himself or herself wouldn't gaslight someone. And they wouldn't allow gaslighting no. No. to happen to them. You know, I tried to get uh, one of his suits tailored by the guy that dad uses, mm -hmm. but he just looks so like... Shiv? Fuck off. No, because for some reason, they don't want to be the only one who feels miserable. Mm -hmm. They want another person. Like It's like, oh, when you're in school, oh, I had, I had a bad grade. How much did you have? Bad grade two? Okay, I don't feel that bad anymore, mm -hmm. after all. You, you know? want your friends to fail yeah, with to you. Yeah, to fail with you. But you I know? think the best friends, and I've got some 
friends like this, and I'm sure you have too, that are just genuinely happy for me when I succeed. Yeah, me too. Sure. Know, on a day-to-day basis. At the end of the day, it's who you choose to keep as your friends, who you choose, you know, to surround yourselves with. I think yeah. if you are surrounding yourself with people who genuinely want to be happy by doing things that make them happy, I think that you'll naturally just be happy with those for yeah. those people when they succeed at those things because when yeah, whether it be career or relationships, because it's in your interests mm. yeah. for them to succeed. I feel like there's two types of friends also. The ones that are only there when you have good times, like parties, and when you're suddenly miserable or you enter depression, they, they're not, they don't support you because they don't want to get involved with this thing. And some friends who take benefits out of your suffering because it may make them feel more powerful. And suddenly when you're starting to feel happy again, they don't really support you. Like they don't really encourage you. They don't really, tell you wow i'm so proud of you mm. yeah now you're, you're the happy one so oh i should do better than you then like i preferred when you were miserable because at least i could i could you know Some tell you that my life is better you know and yeah, those so two are fucking toxic to all the good friends out there i would like to raise my glass to all the good friends who are there and what is a good friend they're here for the good and the bad moments they should always be there no matter how your life is at the, uh, at the moment. Doesn't matter the status quo. Mm. So yeah, let's raise our glass. To all the good friends out there. Yeah. I know that we have and that to, to, to everyone is a friend Preserve to them. Preserve this friendship. It's precious. Definitely protect that because I think that that is your most precious asset mm-hmm. in life. Not time, not money, but the friendships that you have and the relationships you have. They're all relationships. If you're in that relationship with someone and you, you feel like naming your kids and he or she feels like doing it too and it makes you guys happy, then fucking do that. Exactly. Because it makes you happy. And if you have true friends, then they'll be happy for you too if you did that. For you, yeah. yeah. The moment you feel pressure to tell your friends something that makes you happy, means that there's a... Hey. It's a red flag here. Yeah. It's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not your friend. Thank you for listening to this new episode of People Pitches Words. And of course, as usual, we will see you next week. Yeah, next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Il y a des aventures tous les jours.